Hello and welcome to today's episode of This Gen, the podcast about this generation. Reading the Bible. How should we approach reading the Bible? Um, there's sometimes um, a, a black and white uh, way to approach it. Is it all supposed to be symbolized and interpreted or is it all supposed to be taken literally? I, I like to take the most responsible way to interpret the Bible. And that is literally, um, we read the Bible and we see um, details, promises, uh, exhortations, encouragements, um, genealogies. We see a lot of different things in the Bible. And um, I think the most responsible way and the most biblical way to read the Bible is to take it at its plain sense meeting. And then whenever there are symbols or um, in other cases where there's um, language that is <clears throat> intended to be more poetic or used as a parable, um, we look at those as um, artistic ways that God is trying to communicate something to us, but maybe not literally taking the details of that, that uh, verse that is poetically written um, and, and interpret it literally. So all that means is not 100% do we look at things in the Bible and say, this is what it says, this is what it means, if it's poetic. Um, I want to give an example in Isaiah 51. I was just reading this morning, and it, and it uh, brought to, to mind this concept. So this is Isaiah 51, and it says, Listen to me, O you who follow... Uh, after righteousness, you who seek the Lord, look to the rock from which you were hewn, and to the hole of the pit which you were dug. So this is a poetic way of saying, um, look back to your origins, look to where you've come from. It's not talking literally about um, you are a human that was taken from a, uh, a, f- a rock formation and then hewn, or um, you are uh, a mud that you were dug out of a hole. Um, this, is, this is a poetic way of talking about look back to your origins, specifically the spiritual seed of promise, back to Abraham uh, and Sarah. It says in verse 2, Look to Abraham your father and to Sarah who bore you, for I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. So this is talking about an example where God is is saying, you who seek, who follow after righteousness, who seek the Lord. So there's the qualifier. Um, this is talking about those who are who love the Lord, who are following after God. This is your uh, your roots. These are your roots. This is your heritage, your spiritual heritage. Because even even notice it it does not distinguish um, Jew from Gentile. It says, you who follow after righteousness, you who seek the Lord. So um, this particular situation is written poetically and talking about to look back to your spiritual origin. Um, if, if you follow after the Lord, you are a, of the seed of Abraham, of the seed of promise, um, and that's what it's establishing. Then in verse 3, it says, for the Lord will comfort Zion, and he'll comfort her all her waste places. He'll make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in it, thanksgiving and the voice of melody. 
So in this particular case, I think that's very literal, that, that God is going to take the, the desert of Israel and um, the wilderness uh, right around Zion. So maybe the wilderness of Judah um, right there uh, real close to the Jordan. And then maybe all of the, the Negev desert will become like a garden. I think that's a literal thing. So I wanted to take that as an example just because of how quickly it switched from poetic to, um, to literal sense meaning. Um, many of the times there um, we find symbols and can be troubled about them. And uh, the Lord is just so gracious because he gives us his word to understand. And um, the symbol will interpret itself um, many times just a verse or two later. I'm trying to tackle some of the, the more difficult passages here just so that you'll be equipped for uh, the less difficult ones. Uh, I want to jump right into Revelation. Um, there are many symbols um, that can intimidate people, but Revelation, just like uh, all the rest of the Bible, uh, if it's symbolic, it will interpret itself. And um, if it's um, literal, then uh, we're to take it literally. Um, I'm going to jump right into chapter 17, where a lot of symbolism is, and just show you how, how easily it is interpreted. So um, in chapter 17, in verse 3, um, John says, he, he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names and blasphemy, and having seven heads and ten horns. So right there, many people will say, ah, this is too hard. Well, if you keep reading, um, in, so that was verse 3. If you keep reading, verse 12, just a few verses down, says, The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as of yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. So the cool thing is um, the Bible is interpreting the Bible and um, we see that this this symbol of ten horns is ten kings which don't have a kingdom yet but they'll have authority uh, for a little bit of time. So there's much more to be said about uh, all of these uh, different passages but I wanted to just give some some groundwork of whenever we're reading the Bible Let's take it plain sense meaning and uh, and responsibly interpret the Bible as when God says it, he means it, and he'll do it. And um, if it's a poetic or a parable or symbols, uh, then we ought to interpret it uh, symbolically and, um, and look at it in context. Context, context, context. So uh, that's it for now. Thanks for listening to This Gen. If you like it, subscribe. If you can think of someone else who'd like it, share it. Thanks.